coffee and your Bible. Today is Fear Not, not Friday. Friday, and we finished the book of Revelation today. Ooh, what ooh. about a hallelujah there? Hallelujah. Lord willing. Lord willing. So today is Friday. It is the 27th day of January in the year of our Lord 2023. This is Daybreak Live with a few of the Nesbits and Charles. And Charles. All right, we're going to get going while you guys get logged on. We're going to sing that a worship song called Your Love, O Lord. Your love, O Lord, reaches to the heaven. Stretches to the sky. Your righteousness is like the mighty mountain. Yeah. Your justice comes like the ocean's Yeah. 
So you said, where is Josh? Where is Sarah? Where is Michael? They're working. They left out real early this morning to go to work. Josh and Sarah is going to have some engagement pictures done this morning. This evening. This evening, excuse me. So they had to get their work day in. So they need to get their work day in. Get stuff done. So that means I actually... I think they left out like five this morning or something like this. They gone. For today. Man, it's almost like... Lisa was saying right before we went live, can you believe... Or was it during... Anyway, can you believe it was over? It's like from Thanksgiving to now has been a blur. Really has. Man. And I know that's because a lot of that's because we go to Honduras in January. And so that really. Yeah, it really makes everything go. Hey, I don't say this much, but if you like Daybreak and you would like to read it, you can get these on Amazon. And if you buy them, it'll give just a dollar, two, three, something like that. It'll give to Church Without Walls Ministries, CYL Ministries. Church Without Walls uh, Ministries is, uh, well, it's growing. And that also the great preset. So I uh, threw that on the screen. That's a book I wrote that talks about the uh, three pillars of Church Without Wall. His way, his church, his mission. It's just trying to get reset in people's head as much as we love church and we love how the church operates we need to as the closer we get to the end the more we need to return to the original mindsets of the lord and the apostles and the way they do things because we it was revealed to us even through covid that it's not such a strange thing anymore for the government to say hey you guys can't gather in your church houses what are you going to do? You're going to quit having church? You're going to quit gathering? That would be unbiblical. So, uh, we need to remember what the church actually is and that it's not the building. It is the people. And everybody knows that. If you talk to people, they're like, yeah, it's the people. But sometimes we act like it's that building, and it's not. But that's what this is all about, getting in the Bible, reading the Word of God. As we are finishing, like today the book of revelation uh, we're going to start with verse 17 again as we dive into that so i want to say good morning to you guys look on here thank you thank you thank you it's good to see you here guys thank you all of you praise the lord and uh where am i 17 revelation 22 17 the spirit and the bride say come let him who hears say, come. Let him who thirsts come. Whoever desires, let him take the water of life freely. Well, I want to talk about this just a little bit before we move on as we end this day. Two ways that, that we cry out, come, come. First, we want to talk about vertically. Vertically, come. You know, at the end of every daybreak, we say the Lord's Prayer, right? What do we pray when we're praying the Lord's Prayer? Your kingdom come. So you may not realize that, but there's two parts to this. There's the spiritual, God, your kingdom come. Come into my heart. Come into my life. Come into my community. Yes, Lord, come. But also when we pray that prayer, we're praying for the return of the Lord. Did you know that? 
Lord, your kingdom come. Come sit on your throne. Come take over the world. Come take over the governments of the world. Get on your throne in Jerusalem. Amen. That's what we're praying for. So vertically, there's three ways vertically we are uh, saying, Lord, come. So, Lord, come near us. Intimacy. Intimately, Lord, we're praying for the Lord to come. That is, God, break through into my heart and be more intimate with me personally. Right? Lord, come, Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. Please, break through this stony heart. You know, and there's areas, if you've been walking with the Lord for a while, you know that you've got areas where you really love the Lord, but then you've got those hard areas. You're like, okay, God, don't go over there. We want the Lord to permeate all of our being. Can I, right? Amen, Amen brother? Yeah. We want him to permeate all of our heart. We don't want to have any doors in our heart that we say, Jesus, don't open that door. Okay, that, that's, that's for me in the flesh. No, come into that door too. Let's open it up and give it to Jesus. And so we want more intimacy with God. Uh, another, number two, vertically, the way we say, come to us, Lord, is come to us in revival. So come to me in intimacy and come to us in revival. Lord, come, come to our church house. God break through in the congregation where people get interested in hearing the word of God and praying and singing. And I mean, Lord, come to us in revival. Revive our city, Lord. Revive our community. Revive our neighborhood. Lord, revive our nation. Right? Come to us, Lord, in revival. Number two, in the third way, vertically, we say, Lord, come is like we have already been saying, come in the sky, Lord. Oh, Lord, I look for the day when the trumpet blows and I hear the sound of the trumpet, right? And we look up in the sky and there's a great shaking on the earth and the saints of God begin shouting and praising. It'd be the best church service you've ever been in as you shout and praise God as he breaks through the universe coming to change the world. Come, Lord Jesus. Come. Hallelujah. So that's vertically, you know, three good vertical ways where we say, come, Lord, come to me. I want more intimacy. Come to us. Bring us revival. Come to the nation, Lord, and bring restoration. The third was restoration. Then horizontally we say, come. The Spirit and the bride say, come. So the Spirit and the bride say, come to me personally. And the Spirit and the Bride say, come to us horizontally, okay? Evangelically, we say, come to unbelievers. Unbelievers, come. Take the water of life. Come to Jesus. What you're looking for, you'll find. You're not going to fill that hole. You, you're not going to make enough money, and it's going to fix that hole. It's not going to happen. You're not going to get enough in the bank, you're not going to get enough prestige and honor in the place you work to fill that hole. Every achievement you make, and achievements are good. I'm actually a believer in achievements. That's good. But if Jesus isn't in that God vacuum, that, that God hole in your heart, if you don't have that filled up with the Lord, all the other stuff, you just put it in there, it's like a black hole. You think, this will make me happy if I can just get that car or if I can just get that truck. Oh, if I could go on that vacation. You go on that vacation, you go, oh, this is awesome. But then it's like, eh, 
It was awesome. But what's next? What's the next thing? Contentment comes with the Lord. And for unbelievers, we say, come to Jesus. What you're looking for, he's the answer. He's the answer. Come to Jesus. So vertically, evangelically, we say, come, evangelism. Also, vertically, we say to believers, as pastors, as preachers, all you pastors out there, right? All you, we say to believers, come, be renewed. You got saved when you was 15. You were so in fire, on fire for God when you were 18 or when you were 20. But now you're 30 and all you want to do is watch a bunch of movies and play. Be renewed. Draw close to the Lord. What's wrong? What was ouch? Oh. Um, also, I don't know what's going on with Facebook. Facebook? Are you there, guys? Yeah. I'm only seeing like three. And I know there's more people there than that. But I think we're spread all over the place. And I can't we are spread out. all over the place. Also, and if one of you guys, if you know a social media expert, expert. I need one. I'll pay you some money, okay? If you know, I I want to know how to make this the best we can be, because I don't know what right to now, do here. We're spread out everywhere. Uh, Kathy, I see you on here. I, Kathy's on the Nesbits. You're on the Nesbits, okay? There's like three people on the Nesbits, and the rest of them are on. See well. Yeah. Well, that's good. Well. See well didn't pop up. The Nesbits. Oh, okay. Didn't pop up. I don't know. Where was I? I'm sorry. I was in a groove. You were grooving. Though. I was grooving, man. Okay, renewal. We Horizontally, we preach for renewal. It's a continual thing, right? We need to be renewed. We we renew our hearts every day. I mean, you were talking about that little work riding in the vehicle. Just, we need that renewal every day. Lord, I want to be close with you. I think, you know, I think that's what the Lord was talking about when he said, you've left, you've, you've left your first love, right? You don't love me like you used to, okay? And God, please come to believers in renewal. And God, renew my heart uh, for you. And then, God, we, we're praying horizontally. We're also praying for our governments. I, huh? Horizontal. Horizontally, excuse me. <laughs> yeah, governments. Lord, you know, isn't it beautiful when you live in an area where the leaders in the area, the mayors, the... Uh, councilman the you know the city mayor the county mayor the sheriff when all of these are christians and they love the lord that put there's a peace that comes over the entire area because the people running the area love the lord but then you get in areas where the people running the area don't love the lord and there's a change right and so we we pray for this also horizontally we pray for our governments Thank you, brother. <laughs> For Tennessee. Okay, I live in Tennessee. You've got some of you live in Kentucky, Montana, California. Uh, oh, the brother yesterday, I can't not remember your name, that sent me the message from California. Said you love Battle Cry and you sing it quite often. I thank you for that. That was such a blessing to hear that you grab your guitar and you sing one of our songs out in California. You know what a blessing that is to us? Uh, but we pray, whatever state you're in, we want godly leaders in, in the states. Mm -hmm. We want a renewal of godly government. Amen to that? Mm -hmm. And so come, Lord Jesus. That brings us to verse 18. It's the only godly government we get is when Lord Jesus goes. Only real godly government, yeah. yeah. But we have seasons of it. 
right? We have we have governments this, yeah, and that's better than others. Yeah. Amen. Because all of us are fallen. But verse eighteen: For I testify to everyone who hears the words of the prophecy of this book. If anyone adds to these things, God will add to him the plagues that are written in this book. Verse 19, if anyone takes away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part from the book of life, from the holy city, and from the things which are written in this book. Now, I've heard this many times as I was growing up, and people would go to the end here, and they were talking, and they would say the Bible, and can it apply to the Bible? I would say yes, it apply. Yes, it can apply to the Bible, but in first context, this is talking about the Book of Revelation. This is what he's talking about. If anybody adds to the prophecy of this book, this letter, John, what you see, write in a letter, send it to the seven churches which are in Asia, and then he writes about. All these things that's going to happen, the enemy, the devil, the dragon, the saints of God, what's going on in the world, and the culmination of all things, the plagues that are going to come, and then there's a warning at the end. And here's the warning. This warning, and remember, go back to verse 16. Go back to verse 16. I, Jesus, sent my angel to testify to you these things in the churches. Jesus is saying a warning. Guys, you hear the words of the prophecy of this book, don't change them. Don't lighten them. Don't make them easy. Don't, don't tell people, oh, it doesn't matter. Don't do that. Don't take away from these books, from this letter, okay? And if you do, if anyone adds to these things, God will add the plagues in this book. I don't want any of the plagues I read of in this book, do you? No, thank you. Matter of fact, it's enough for me to be at, to, to battle the Antichrist. Can I get an amen there? I, I don't want any of the stuff coming from the Lord as judgment. I, I want to be separated like Israel was when God was bringing judgment in the days of the Exodus, remember? And God made a difference between his people and the other people. No, 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 no. I, I don't want any of the plagues of the book. I don't want to take away from the prophecy of this book. And and that's where danger comes in. That's, that's why when I read this book, I'm like, man, I need to be careful. I need to say it like it says it. I need to teach it like it says it. And I don't want to teach it in a way that takes away the force, right? Don't do that. Just, just put it out there. Sometimes I think maybe a preacher, you know, could just read it. There were times, you know what they did? They just read the letter. Here's a letter from John, the apostle. You just read it. But we, we get in a habit these days, and, and, and I say this with love, we get in a habit of softening the Bible sometimes for our culture because our culture really don't like God. <laughs> and, and we kind of want our culture to like God. And we have a tendency, let's soften things a little. Let's, and, and the reality is we don't ever need to do that. Uh, we don't need to do that. And we don't need to add to it. We just need to proclaim it. Uh, now look at this, though. God shall take away his part from the book of life. Oh, no. Hallelujah. Don't let that happen. Amen. That's all I got to say about that. Don't let that happen. 
from the holy city and from the things which are written in this book. I want to be able to enter the city. So do you. Hold this book. And then we end verse 20 and 21. He who testifies to these things says. Who's testifying? Verse 16. Jesus. And when it's Jesus' angel, it's Jesus speaking through the angel. He testifies. Here's what he's testifying. Surely, truly, absolutely, I am coming quickly. I come quickly. I'm coming soon. Even so. Amen. Even so, come Lord Jesus. John is amening the Lord. Amen, Lord. Jesus says, I'm coming quickly. John says, amen, Lord. Even so, come, Lord. Come. Come. And in our day. Come quickly and in our day. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. I jotted just a few things I want to finish with down here. As we've read this book, the entirety of the book, the last book of the Bible, okay, we do remember that Jesus says, no one knows the day or the hour of his return. And I'm in total agreement. We don't know the day or the hour of his return. But we are supposed to be saying, come Lord, come Lord Jesus. And I do believe that the end time saints will know the season they're living in. I realize also that some people don't believe saints will be here to face the Antichrist. Uh, I don't really understand that view, but I have friends that hold that view, and, I, and we're still friends, okay? I just want to, I, I want to encourage you to study something out as a brother, just in love. The, I think the word saint or saints is used 67 times. I would like for you to just do a, a word study of saints. In other words, let's, let me give you just one, one example. In, say, Acts chapter 9, the speaking of Paul, before he became Paul, his name was Saul, and it said he made havoc, or he, he uh, was wreaking havoc on the saints, on the saints of God. Then later, Paul says, I persecuted the church. The point being, when you read saints, and you look at the, you know, where Peter talks about it, calls saints, and where uh, the, the scripture says saints, um, you realize it's the church. And then you get to the book of Revelation and the Antichrist makes war against the saints and then people go, but the saints there's not the church. And then and then Revelation 20 says that the saints, they, 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 that, they that didn't take the mark of the beast, they come to the life and they reigned with Christ for a thousand years or who is promised throughout the entire New Testament to reign with Christ? It's the church that is promised to reign with Christ. And, the, and those that reign with Christ are those who didn't take the mark of the beast. And I hear people say, the church will never see the Antichrist. And I'm like, how do you, where do you get that from? And I just encourage you, just let the Bible say what it says. And I, I just encourage you in love to, you know, read and, and take Go to, you could do it in Google, you know, just saints, wherever word is, and just read what's said to the saints. And I believe you'll say, you'll, you'll look in the New Testament and go, oh, that's talking about the believers. That's talking about the church. And then get to the, and just let it play out the whole, you know, the whole thing all the way to the end, you know. Uh, 
in verse 16, I'm testifying these things to the churches. And I said that to say this, though we won't know the day or the hour, I do believe the church is called to know the season they're living in. Does that make sense? Yeah. We're called to know the season we're living in. And I believe that we, I mean, now I don't have special revelation of this. I'm not speaking of, okay, the angel came to me and said, we're living in the beginning of the times that we just read about in Revelation, okay? But just by observation, just as a normal guy living, reading the Bible, looking at the world, looking at world governments, looking at technology and the way it's changing, and how, and how surveillance is changing. Looking at China and seeing the social credit score to where, they, you know, if you do certain things, you can't access your money. And we are living, we are definitely living, I believe, just by observation, in the beginning of the times. Israel's back in the land. You know, the temple's not been rebuilt, but it won't be long. You, you know, world government is trying to form. And so... Brother Scott, you think this will be five years, 10 years, 15 years, 20? I don't know. Maybe 50 years. I don't know. But I do believe this. I believe we're living at the beginning of the times. I believe we're living at a time that the rest of the people reading this book throughout the last 2,000 years, though they could read it and spiritualize it, we are living in a time where we can see now literally, physically, these things coming to pass. Real government, real, real world governments real abilities not to be able to participate in the economy unless you bow down to what the government says. These things are becoming a reality in our day, not just a spirituality. I hope that made sense, not just spiritual. And so I, that's why I'm like, I believe the church is, matter of fact, Jesus reprimands uh, people for not knowing the season, remember? He got on to them because they didn't know the hour they were living in at the, at the coming of the Lord. And he's like, you guys, you, you can tell when it's going to rain by looking at the sky, but you don't know the time you're living in. So we are called as believers, children of God, to know the time we're living in, okay? And then to respond to the time we're living in appropriately. And I guess with that, that's it. That's the end of the book of Revelation right there. I, I don't know of anything else to say. Would you, either one of my partners here want to say anything? Brother Charles, you got anything you want to say? Not, not on. Not on. Not on camera. Yeah. When we get off. Yeah. Mom, you got anything you want to say? Yeah, we should do the after show. That's one of the real fun. The after show. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. That happened once. Remember when I accidentally yeah. hit go again, and I'm sitting here downloading. I'm taking the show. We don't want the after show. Thank you for being here. Love you guys. The only suggestion I got from anybody for a book, and I don't know that I'm going to do it, is a book of Proverbs. Uh, the only, the only reason I don't, I don't know. And Sister Dana, thank you so much for always commenting on YouTube. A lot of the people that watch on YouTube do not comment. Thank you for not commenting. I really appreciate that. And so I am praying about what we'll do. Did I say it wrong? Thank you for commenting. Yes. I get tongue-tied. I'm not the best speaker in the world, but I love the Lord, and I love you guys, Moses and I love Jesus. Huh? I said Moses says he wasn't either, but he got the job done. Yeah. Ah. Maybe I can get a little bit Ephesians. of a job done. Have we done Ephesians? We, done Ephesians. we have not have done Ephesians. Did somebody suggest that? Philip. Uh-huh, and Angela says Psalms, and Philip says Ephesians. Yeah, man. 
Okay. So we'll pray. About I'll pray about those again. three books this weekend. I'll pray about those three books. Because here's how I think. If, if those three are suggested, that gives me something to pray about. And I try to say, Lord, which one <laughs> will you help me with? He's going to help me with any of them. You know, Proverbs is a, is, a, is a great book. And I think it's so cool that there's like a proverb for each day. And for a while in my life, that's what I did. Every morning I read whatever proverb fell on that day of the month. And, uh, so if it was the second day of the month, you were read, you read Proverbs, Proverbs too. too. And I mean, I really that's a good practice. That. But you got to pick a month that's got thirty-one days. So. Yeah, the thirty day. Yeah, the, <laughs> the thirty, 30 day. days are going to be short in yourself. Well, no, we we I recite every Friday night. Shabbat starts at sundown tonight, and I will be oh, yeah. reciting so part of uh, thirty-one Proverbs thirty-one. The, yeah, let me tell you, when he reads that over me every week, it really I'm not going to jump over here. Yeah. As we close the book and close this Friday. Come on over here, my love. Yes. Oh, yep. Yes, it is. It is. See, happy holidays. Today is preparation day for Shabbat. And when we enter in and he reads the the Proverbs 31 woman over me. Oh, when we first started, it killed me. And it still kills me. There's parts of it that still kills me. But you know how... Uh, the word says that we can be washed by the renewed water of the word by the water the washing with the word and as my husband reads that particular portion of scripture over me every week it convicts me gently in places i need to be convicted it encourages me in in uh, in ways that i can't even explain but husbands read the word over your wives amen, amen. couples Get together, read the word together. We don't do it enough. We we spend so much time, Most of our time is ministering, yeah. and we are together. But as far as just like reading the word together yeah. to build, and we us have, to, up, and, we, and we're trying to work on that because we realize yes. we pour out all the time, and yes. a lot of times we forget to pour into each so, other. Yeah. So I just want to encourage you to do that and set aside a special time for your family each week. Okay, maybe y'all can't do it on Friday night, like. Uh, when we enter into to the, the the observance of the Sabbath. I realize we entered into Sabbath with Jesus, but the celebration of the Sabbath um, is a very special time in our family, and it helps to tie ties and build us up, and my grandbabies love it, and I encourage you to build family traditions around the things of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Good work. Amen. I like that. <laughs> All right. Let's say the Lord's Prayer together. Our Father. Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. I right, love you guys. See you next Tuesday, Lord willing. Bye.